Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Welcome to CBS Audio's Eye on Veterans. I'm your host, Phil Briggs. I'm a Navy veteran, and every week I get a chance to look at the issues of the day through the eyes of my fellow military vets. This is the news and stories about the veteran lifestyle. This is Eye on Veterans. What a tremendous conversation we're about ready to have. I got three guests for you, and this is going to be great no matter what month it is. Whether we're talking about mental health, whether we're talking about PTSD, whether we're talking about suicide awareness, our next guests are doing things for veterans that absolutely rock. One is a warrior, John Roberts, from the Wounded Warrior Project. He's got an epic story And he's got a friend that's a total rock star. One is a beautiful and talented musician, Lauren Monroe. She's healing the nation and the world with her music. We're going to talk about her latest single and the inspiration that we can all get from that. And one, well, frankly, he is a rock star. He's a drummer for the iconic band Def Leppard. Rick Allen, and uh, he's also got Project Resiliency, a charity which he founded in a program that works with veterans and really, really inspires them to live their best life through music and other ways, and it's just great to have you all on the phone. John, Lauren, Rick, welcome to Ion Veterans. Thank you, Phil. Thank you for having us. John, before we jump into Wounded Warrior Project, just want to note... um, Lauren, thank you for loaning us Rick about a year ago uh, was the last time we saw him. And um, man, the world ended. I literally, the last time I was in the office in Washington, D.C. was when I interviewed you and we sat in the TV studio there. We ran a real quick interview and it was like March 13th. And I think I got home that night and they were saying, never leave your house again. The subway shut down. The metro's closed. We're going to go on full lockdown. And the world almost ended last time I saw you, dude. It was pretty crazy. I mean, it was kind of touch and go whether I, I should go to D.C. in the first place. Uh, but then uh, then when I heard, you know, I was going to be meeting you, obviously I wanted to go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think we did pretty well because we were in that studio downstairs. We, we, we had the door open most of the time. And 
you know, we, you could tell that, that people were getting a little freaked out by this. But then traveling home, the airports were starting to get really, really deserted. And um, I just realized that this, this was something way more serious than, than we all realized. And um, I'm glad I got home safe, but I've been here ever since. Yeah, crazy. Now, where do you and Lauren live? You guys are in, you guys are outside LA, right? Yeah, we're in Northern California. And LA, kind of both. Oh, cool, cool. Northern California. Well, I see why you don't want to leave your house. You got vineyards, you got cannabis. I mean, why leave the house? Of course, that's where I would stay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's kick it off with John real quick, man. John, welcome to the show. First time talking to you, but you know, I'm really good friends with the Wounded Warrior Project and uh, just love all your brothers, man. So uh, how the hell are you? I'm good. I appreciate you asking me to be part of this little trio and uh, hit me with your best shot. You got it, man. Well, you know, part of it is because this whole conversation centers around you, bro, because we're going to talk project resiliency. We're going to talk about, you know, the work that can be done for veterans, uh, the kind of unconventional treatments we can all have to get our headspace right and make our soul heal. But you've got kind of a unique story. So let's start with your service. Wounded off the coast of Somalia, if I recall, right? So tell me about uh, when you were in, what you did. Uh, I was a Marine Corps infantry, joined in the early 80s. Uh, in 1992, we were on a regular Westpac deployment, and we got diverted into Somalia uh, to do humanitarian efforts. And uh, the helicopter I was on, uh, we were practicing for the mission the next day, and the rear engine of the aircraft blew up in mid-flight. Um, crashed in the ocean. Uh, lost four of my fellow Marines, four of my brothers, and then I spent the next year uh, in a burn unit in both Germany and in San Antonio uh, trying to recover from my injuries and did that for 14 years and then was medically retired. And well, you I don't know about Epic story, but uh, I guess things happen. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and I think it underscores the fact that regardless of the era, you're in, you know, everybody thinks global war on terrorism and like all the wounds of war and the things that happen, you know, amidst the battle rattle, but the military, it just underscores that it's the kind of job where S can go wrong any single day, even in training. And that's, you know, that's the risk we take. Um, that's kind of the metal we're made of. So, um, I wanted to ask how the transition happened into some of the therapeutic programs and the modalities, because I know there's like, I once spoke to another Marine. Her name is Kirsty Ennis. She was also in a helicopter crash, lost her leg. She said healing doesn't happen in a hospital. In fact, the healing really begins after you're discharged. So share with me a little bit about your journey and sort of how we ended up hanging out with rock stars. Oh, well, that's, that's an interesting story. So I've been for over 23 years serving veterans in one, one fashion or another. And like many veterans, I was really pretty lost when I was separated from the service, you know, trying to figure out who I was and what I did after service, taking off the uniform. And that connection I had with being in uniform, being a Marine, um, being around my fellow Marines, I was completely lost. And I think I've heard it from every veteran that, you know, they don't have a problem. They're fine. Uh, but they're self-medicating, they're isolating, they're struggling. They just don't have that identity anymore. So they, they 
get out and are just falling apart when they when they leave the service. And I was one of those that fell apart and self-medicated with alcohol, uh, really cut myself off from the West, rest of the world. But then I found another mission, that's serving veterans. And uh, funny story, in 2009, I'm asked to get a bunch of veterans together to go see a concert. And um, that's where I met Rick. And we were backstage. And I think my first question, and Rick reminded me if I'm wrong, but I think I asked them, you know, you got hurt. How much PTSD did you deal with after you lost your arm? And yeah, I, was, I don't know I, if I stunned him or what, but he didn't talk to me the rest of the day. No, I did. That's not true. Um, no, I, I, I didn't realize it was that obvious. But there again, to the trained eye, um, you know, you've obviously met a, a, a lot of guys and, and gals that have, you know, that have gone through extreme trauma. And uh, I think from that day on, we became friends uh, because... I realized that I had somebody I could call that, that understood, uh, that, that, that knew the intricacies of, uh, PTSD. And yeah, it's, it's a friendship that's, that's continued. I mean, we've, we've known each other for uh, many years now. And, uh, I think, uh, John's brought a lot to our lives, uh, in, in terms of wounded warrior have, have created these fantastic mentors and, um, I feel as though John has been that for me. And the free concert tickets don't hurt either, John. I mean, I'm not afraid to say it, dude. I'd want to be his friend just for some concert tickets. Hell, it's cool. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to be nice and not say that. <laughs> no, John, John's in the privileged position now. He gets a laminated pass before every tour. So, yeah. oh. <laughs> by the family. That's awesome. As long, hey, as long as you get the good food back there, because I've you know I've been back there a time or two myself, and uh, you know sometimes the green room it's the it's not good. You got to get the really good catered stuff. I don't know where they keep that, but <laughs> share with me a little bit, John, about Project Resiliency. Now, um, is this a like? Did you go through Project Resiliency? Were you part of the Raven kind of drum circle thing? Were you on kind of the ground floor of that program? Rick and Lauren were on a mission to help veterans before they met me and came across me. Well, they really introduced me to another way of thinking of healing and through therapy. And when they introduced some of this stuff to me, I probably do what every veteran does. Like, you want me to do breathing and mindfulness and eat right. And I'm like, this has got to be some California stuff that uh, <laughs> just didn't make sense to me. Stretching, yoga, I mean, all this stuff that I just didn't understand until I met them. And they introduced me to a lot of new ways of looking at how to heal and we'll be back with more from the wounded warrior the rock star and the healer when cbs ion veterans returns welcome back to cbs ion veterans i'm navy veteran phil briggs and today we're talking with three people dedicated to helping vets and Project Resiliency. It's a unique program founded by a member of the band Def Leppard and his musician slash healing artist wife. Drummer Rick Allen lost his arm in a traumatic accident decades ago, but went on to become the drummer of one of rock and roll's most successful bands. And along the way, he discovered a friendship with military veterans all over the world and a love of the healing arts through his wife and musician, Lauren Monroe. 
Now together, Rick, Lauren, and a veteran from Wounded Warrior Project, National Service Director John Roberts, himself a Marine wounded in action, we're talking about project resiliency and ways we can all get through the trauma and drama of life. We pick back up at the part of the interview where Marine Corps veteran John Roberts is talking about the time when he first met Rick and Lauren and experienced their holistic approach to therapy. Some of the things they introduced were very new to me. I mean, I'm a Texas boy. I'm not, not around a lot of that, but... It really did open me up and really helped me find new ways of uh, taking care of my mind and my body at the same time. Mm. Um, do you remember uh, when we started juicing for the first time? That was, that was one of the things that we really got into was, uh, was uh, diet. Uh, because, you know, a lot, a lot of the guys and well, everybody, they were, they were all jacked up on, you know, energy drinks. And you know, caffeine and it, it, and that doesn't help PTSD very much. No, not at all. So we we got this guy in to come uh, come and uh, make all this juice. And you know, I, re I remember I remember there were a few strange looks on people's faces when we first uh, introduced them to that. But but John actually embraced it, and a lot of them did. And um, Correct me if I'm wrong, John, but but you actually tapered uh, tapered down some of your uh, medication. But the eating healthy, and that's what did it, was just a, a more healthy way of living, and that really helped my blood pressure. It helped my weight. Um, it, it really did wonders. Just trying to see the transformation after eating just processed food and just garbage and junk food and. You know, going out to the fast food joint and getting a burger, um, just changing that little switch in your head. I mean, it really had a great outcome on my, my personal health. But then I think I was sleeping better. I was doing good things to my body. And, you know, before I met them, I probably never would have tried any of this stuff. And I wasn't a big fan of therapy. I didn't like doctors. I didn't like what they had to say. Most of the VA, their remedy for thing is for everything is just to give you medication and then talk about your feelings. And that really wasn't something I was wanting to do. Amen, brother. And I hear you. I've interviewed so many people, so many warfighters over the years. And of course, my conversations with even former secretaries of the VA and, you know, the ones that really get it know that you can't find health in the bottle of a prescription and you can't get right on the combat cocktail and, you know, prolonged exposure therapy or laying on the couch. I mean, even that, you know, you got to it's got to come from another way. And I'm super psyched to hear that you actually got into it because between the diet, between some of the other modalities, the yoga, the music, um, so many, so many different things you can do. Um, it's amazing. And I encourage you to um, check out your buddy over there at Wounded Warrior Project. Another ambassador I know is Dan Nevins. Who, who literally broke down for me yoga because I told him, one, I think I'd look ridiculous in those pants. You're never going to get me in pants that time. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I'm like, there's no way I'd bend in that direction. Come on, man. And uh, he changed my life uh, with that Baptiste-style yoga that you know he's all about. So, um, yeah, I, I, I learn something from you warriors every single time we chat. Um, I want to get into the music real quick with Lauren, but before we do... Because your music's awesome, Lauren, and I know that's just one, one part of the prescription that we really need for this kind of holistic health approach. I want to get into kind of the nexus or the genesis, rather, of 
the project resiliency. Share with me how you two kind of came up with this or how, how this thing first rolled out. Well, we, we had Raven Drum Foundation since 2001. Um, and then 2006, we went to Walter Reed and did a tour and just meeting with patients. And it really affected him. Um, and he came home and the two of us said, you know, we really need to do something and, and be a part of the veteran community in a positive way. So we developed Project Resiliency and the Veteran Resiliency Program. Um, and, you know, throughout my relationship with Rick was since 2000. 2000. Um, you know, I, my background's in the healing arts and I've been doing this for over 25 years in mindfulness, energy medicine, music as therapy, um, massage therapist. And I learned a lot uh, about how to treat trauma. And, you know, Rick was up for trying some things. So we, we did a lot of different therapies. And I, I learned a lot about him and we saw what worked and what could work for him and maybe not someone else. And we started gathering um, lots of resources and including equine therapy, Mindfulness practice, drumming uh, actually is a type of um, uh, energy medicine practice that deals with, with organizing both hemispheres of the brain, um, and it's able to uh, really bring you to a, a conscious, altered state um, of calm and to, to help with anxiety. Um, and I just want to mention just one thing that John said, which I, I love when people say this. When they talk about alternative healing or complementary medicine, it's like the hippie Northern California stuff. So just a, just, just a note, I'm from Queens. So I really <laughs> don't get into the hippie stuff. And this is very based in science. Um, neuroscience and body-mind connection is, is very, very well studied right now. So all these things have a, a very scientific foundation and how it works in the body and in the mind. And it's very effective. And we've learned that one formula for one person might not be the same for another person. So we like to introduce our veterans to as many different things. Maybe there's one thing that they really connect to, it's the horses or the yoga or the drumming. Or the ropes course. The ropes course we use in, in uh, retreats that we've done to, ha to give people the opportunity to use some of the uh, anxiety techniques that we do, like um, the meridian tapping or the freedom to energy freedom technique, some people call it. Um, and just lots of tools so that you can be aware before you get triggered. Like, okay, I'm starting to feel this way or prevent certain things from happening. Cause we know that there's actually, you know, there's lead up time before you start to really start feeling some of those symptoms of post-traumatic stress, like the anxiety and, uh, you know, your temper. And so there's ways, uh, if you start to know your body to go to, to recognize, uh Oh, I need to, I need to take time out. And, um, and the things you eat, like the caffeine, the energy drinks, those things also contribute to just inflaming the, 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 the traumatic stress that's in your body. And I'm, I'm very passionate about this. I could talk about this all day, and mm. I have a lot of information. So um, just as, that's how we got started, and that's what we're continuing to do. Uh, right now, we're really involved in suicide prevention and intervention, and we're launching several programs to train veterans peer-to-peer. Um, we're also working with paraprofessionals, uh, people who work with our veterans, um, to give them more insight and foundation around how to help someone who's contemplating suicide and how to, to acknowledge them and give them resources. So um, we concerts to, to, pay, to, to raise money, and which is really fun, too. 
Mm, super cool. Before we go on, um, I just want to get some clarity on that ropes course. As I visualize it, it's, you know, you got to climb some heights. You have to get up to the top of walls. You have to navigate, you know, as a group through this kind of obstacle course. But you're telling me that climbing to a high height can actually help me deal with my anxiety because I get anxiety just thinking about climbing that high. Yeah, well, when you have the tools and you start to practice this and think, you know, putting some, putting, when we're put in a situation that's really not non-threatening, but then our body responds as it is threatening. Just like being in a crowd can do that. You know, the same, you have the same physical response, the heart rate, the sweating, your mind starts to get confused, you feel panicky, you can't breathe very well, like all these things, you might get angry. That'll happen as you're, you know, for some people on the ropes course. So instead of being in a public situation, we're practicing in a situation where your body is starting to trigger that response, and then you start using tools, the breathing, um, the the visualization, the mindfulness practice, meridian tapping, all that. And we we saw our warriors use those techniques as they were going through the ropes course and actually get a firsthand um, experience of how to use them. And then when they go home to their families and in their real world, they have something in their toolbox. Now stick around because we've got even more when CBS Ion Veterans returns. Welcome back to CBS Ion Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs. Today we're listening to my conversation with a warrior, a healer, and a rock star. Marine Corps veteran John Roberts survived a helo crash near Somalia, which resulted in being badly burned. For years, he had to endure a long recovery, but he would eventually go on to become the National Service Director with the Wounded Warrior Project and help men and women from a new generation overcome their traumatic injuries. And it was along this path that he ended up crossing paths with one of America's best-known rock drummers, Rick Allen. Rick, as the drummer for Def Leppard, is a survivor of his own traumatic injury, and he understood firsthand how veterans feel. Together with his wife and musician Lauren Monroe, they introduced John to Project Resiliency, a therapy program that brings vets a wide variety of techniques to overcome their injuries. Now in this next segment, we'll hear some badass tracks from Lauren Monroe's new album that are dedicated to anyone who needs to heal their mind, body, and soul. But we'll jump back into the part of the interview where Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen is talking about the benefits of the ropes course at Project Resiliency and how dangling over 30 feet in the air can actually help overcome anxiety. What I observed as well was it was a great team building exercise because we all wanted Mm -hmm. to see each other succeed, you know, and some people found it difficult, you know, to to climb up to these these heights, which is okay. It was supposed to be a safe, a safe environment where you make the choice to get up there and Mm -hmm. climb up to like 20, 30 odd feet or whatever. But it was so cool to see everybody just, you know, just wanting to see everybody succeed. And that that was fantastic. A great way to bond. Mm, Such a beautiful thing. And I am so into the different modalities now that can treat things. Uh, Not only because, you know, I've been covering it from the veteran angle for years, but kind of picking up where we left off, Rick, we've been through a hell of a year. And there is just so much out there in the form of trauma and drama and, you know, the things that we have gone through this last year. There's been there's been love lost. 
there's been loved ones lost. I mean, hell, I lost my brother back in August. I mean, it's like these traumas are not unique to the warfighter. Tell me a little bit about what you found working with Lauren. Um, what were some things that you did that maybe she kind of talked you into that maybe you hadn't done before or, or, or some things that you've really witnessed and seen life-changing results with? Well, beginning of COVID, I, I, I kind of retreated. I, I, I was a little lost. Um, but we actually uh, embarked upon uh, the Big Love Benefit concert. And uh, I'll let Lauren tell you a little bit more about it. But that was really inspired by the song uh, Big Love. And that was, uh, that was a way that we could uh, try and help our industry because our industry, quite honestly, has been in a state of, of, of really decline. Um, the infrastructure of our industry is, is really dying. So we got busy, you know, calling friends, other musicians, and asking them to, uh, to become part of this virtual so that that's been a big thing and then the other thing is uh, the two of them the two of us have been doing a lot of painting which we find to be really therapeutic uh, the only problem with painting is there's never enough time in, in the day because, you know, you get busy and you, 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 you get in the moment and you're, you're, you know, you're busy painting. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, is it that time already? You know, so uh, but we found other ways to uh, to stay busy, to stay focused and, and just really trying to stay positive. And neurofeedback. Yeah. And you, a lot of neurofeedback. That's that's. That's what I've been doing Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, for the last, what, two months? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the last two months. And my numbers are going in the right direction. So I'm feeling more a sense of, uh, you know, peace in myself. So, um, so I'm glad uh, I got this time to, uh, you know, to, to try and take care of myself, you know? Mm. So cool. And I do recall from our last conversation, we were talking about the artwork and having the time has really been sort of like a, I don't know, just, just like a, like an unforeseen consequence of this, but a really incredibly good second order effect because there's been hell to pay this year. It's been one of the worst years, but I remember you talking about your kids and you know, you're saying like when they get into painting, they're just so in the moment. And as grownups, we can't imagine that. Like we never get that into any sort of moment. I mean, well, maybe there's a few moments on earth we can really get into, but if you know what I mean. But um, aside from amorous moments, um, we, you know, we really can't get into something that deeply because, you know, we're constantly thinking about the bills. We're thinking about where we got to go to, you know, get dinner. We got to think about uh, something else happening. And the next thing you know, you know, we're, we're back into reality. So I'm glad you can speak to that. And hold on, let me just interrupt the interview real quick. Would you like to say something? Why don't you just hop up here? Speaking of being in the moment, my, my studio has been invaded by a four-year-old. Jack, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just... All right. See you later, I'm glad, dude. I'm glad, Phil. I'm glad you brought that up. They've been forced into, you know, online learning. And, you know, it's, it's difficult to say no when they're being social with their friends. So it's 
to see our kids get into other things like painting or something that doesn't involve technology is, is actually a breath of fresh air. So, you know, we've, we've been trying to encourage that, you know, during this, during this time. Uh, not, not an easy task, but, you know. Mm, right on. Yes. And uh, yeah, thank you for just riffing on that because uh, I'm glad your parents too. You totally understand. Um, one of the other things that's so therapeutic is music. And Lauren, you've got When the Rain Comes, uh, an album full of great songs. With the song When the Rain Comes, there's a line in there that I wanted you to tell me about. And it kind of, I, I think it speaks to this last year that's just been crazy, right? Sparkle over the wings of sorrow into something sure here, something clear and unseen. Sparkle over the wings of sorrow. Share with me kind of what that line's about. Because while it's talking about rain, which sometimes could seem like depressing, the song is so uplifting. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, you're the first person that's ever asked me about that lyric. And that's one of my favorite ones. It's very, you know, uh, it's an abstract um, visual. But it is, in fact, what you said, it's, it's positive. It's about having the insight to be able to overcome and it, and have the insight and awareness that there is something bigger than us directing our lives and for us to connect to that deeply especially in times of confusion or we know we're getting ready to face something that's going to be difficult just to have having that awareness which comes back to all the things we've been talking about um, mindfulness and having that moment to be and to listen to what your body needs what your what your soul needs uh, to get through difficult times.
before we end our conversation about project resiliency with John Roberts from Wounded Warrior Project, musician and healing artist Lauren Monroe, and her husband, Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen, I wanted to ask John, beyond the programs like Project Resiliency, what else does he do to keep his mind right? And what can we all learn from that? Being of service to others is really my way of uh, keeping myself balanced most of the time, helping somebody else out that's struggling. Um, I remember being in those dark places and, you know, not really having somebody to reach out to. And uh, I feel, you know, I'm blessed when I'm able to take somebody that's struggling and potentially suicidal and uh, get them get them the help they need and just be that that person they can call when they're having a bad day. Mm. Amen, brother. And, and, and it's the tie that binds us because the veteran experience is that like, even though we get farther from our service to the country, we now serve each other. And I'm so glad you're doing that with wounded warrior project. Uh, Rick and Lauren share with me a little bit more about how I can find out about project resiliency and um, you know, the next big events on the horizon. Sure. Uh, just go to project resiliency.org. Um, or look for our drumming at ravendrumfoundation.org. We're all, they're all um, cohesive. And Big Love Benefit Concerts is a part of that. And that's biglovebenefitconcerts.com. And you can find me on Instagram, Laura Monroe Live. And Rick is Rick Allen Live. And we're on Instagram. We're all on all, all platforms, really. Just uh, trying to share and uplift people. Um, and like John said, always being in service helps us too. Um, you know, as, as families um, working with PTSD, and it is about a family experience. Um, you know, all, there is secondary trauma. There is, there is a family component to mental wellness. And um, I just want to acknowledge that and all the husbands and wives and spouses um, who are very important parts of the healing process. And Rick, uh, what about the concert season? What about the concert industry? Um, when do we get back, buddy? When are you gonna, uh, you know, get behind the kit? Um, well, I've, I've been I've been playing a, a wee bit, um, but um, to be honest, I really I, I'm really not sure. I, I'm not gonna. I'm, I don't know how this is gonna roll out. It's it's really the promoters, uh, whether that that's the you know sports promoters or music promoters or. You know, you've you've got uh, you've got the whole theater district in in New York. I mean, all these different areas of our industry, um, they've just been hit so hard. And I'm not sure when the decision is going to be made to where it's going to open back up like it was pre-COVID. I I, I can't answer that right now. Yeah, and you know, there is at the bottom line behind all of it our safety as a very central point. And uh, hopefully, we are getting close to the light at the end of the tunnel. But uh, I'm with you, man. I'm not holding my breath for it to be anytime soon, but I am eager to know that one day, once again, I'll be in the beer garden out there in the cheap seats listening to some great rock and roll and uh, absolutely loving the shows when they do finally, finally come back. One question, and, and this is related to absolutely nothing, but can I just ask this as, as we end? I got, a, I got a note handed to me by a buddy of mine. She said... I'm dying to have you ask Rick Allen in the early days of the band, you wore boxer shorts that had the union Jack on it, right? The British flag. Yeah. She wanted to know if there was ever any wardrobe malfunctions in those days or 
Well, <laughs> I'm sure, there were a few. Yeah, they, they were a bit flimsy. But but uh, recently, um, it, it was actually actually the first the first yeah. Vegas residency that we that we did. Um, yeah. I, I wore them one night, and then after that particular night, uh, uh, Lauren said, "You're actually never wearing those shorts ever again." <laughs> And uh, she actually stole the shorts. And to this day, I don't know where the shorts went. So <laughs> I, I don't know what shorts. We just need a little bigger pair, okay? She said it looked like 10 pounds of potatoes in a five-pound bag. Oh, no! <laughs> I know. I, I was in the pit. I was in the right below the stage. And so when he walked out, you know... <laughs> You saw more than his hand out there to keep your hand. I guess Sir Isaac Newton, uh, he, he had something to do with that. Uh, that's great. I'm glad she told me to ask you that. That's awesome. I appreciate the work all three of you guys are doing. You're amazing. Rick Allen, Lauren Monroe, John Roberts, man. Thank you guys so much. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I cannot wait to see each and every one of you guys again. I hope you come back and do some art shows. John, I hope we can hook up at one of the Wounded Warrior events. Um, and I just look forward to seeing and hearing from all of you um, very soon. But thank you so much for sharing your stories and sharing your hope on CBS Ion Veterans. Cool. Thank Thanks, you. Bill. Thank you. All right. Now I'd like to end the show with another track from Lauren Monroe's new album, When the Rain Comes. And the song is where Rick and Lauren's Big Love Benefit concert got its name. The show featured performances by artists like Winona Judd, Billy Idol, and Brett Michaels, just to name a few. And the song itself connects with a feeling that so many can relate to. This is Big Love by Lauren Monroe. Everybody's fine in anger From sunset to dawn They're taking it home And the fields on fire to wake up the cold. And our hearts know why freedom is gone. I want big love, big love. I want big I want to thank our guests, Marine Corps veteran John Roberts from Wounded Warrior Project, doing incredible work there. 
Lauren Monroe, and Def Leppard's Rick Allen. You can find out more about Project Resiliency and how they support veterans' mind, body, and drum by going to project-resiliency.org. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com, and I'll be back with more great veteran stories next week when CBS Eye on Veterans returns. All right, so that does it for this week's show. Thank you for listening. Now, we'd love to hear from you, so follow us on Twitter at IonVeterans, or you can reach me at Phil Briggs Vet. I'm always down to get your hot takes and spicy memes, and I'd love to talk to you every week, so please like and subscribe. Hell, even give us a review of the show, because the comments and reviews really help us tailor the show to you. Again, I'm Phil Briggs, Navy veteran and reporter with ConnectingVets.com in Washington, D.C. And I look forward to talking to you again on another episode of CBS Audio's Eye on Veterans. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Eye on Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.